Hey everyone, welcome back to Capital Chatter. I'm your host, Violet Ravenstill. And I'm Emerson Winsway. Um, yeah, so Hannah's not here, and well, neither Sophia. I don't know why Sophia's not here, but Hannah's not here, but she's supposed to be here soon. She's just running late, even later than she said she was going to be late, but she'll be here soon, hopefully. Um, yeah, some other quick stuff before we start. So, first of all, quick apology to our listeners. Um, last week, I published the episode like two days late than I was supposed to. I published it Thursday because I forgot about it. Um, Emerson, it's okay. No one even noticed. My mom noticed, actually. Oh, well, then you should have texted me and reminded me because Monday morning or Monday night is when I usually edit it. But Monday night I had piano lessons and then after piano I had homework and then I just forgot about it. And then Tuesday night, because like I don't usually do it Tuesday night, so I didn't think about it. And then Wednesday night, like I, I didn't think about it. And then Thursday during the day, I suddenly like, I don't know. I had a thought about something and I was like, oh my God, like I never published the episode. So then that Thursday night I did it. So I'm sorry. And if you're like from the future and you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. But just for like the list our active listeners right now, I'm sorry. And it won't happen again. Probably if Emerson's mom had just texted him, told Emerson. So Emerson could tell me, but yeah. Also quick update about me being able to scream. It turns out that I can scream. Um, were you here when we talked about this, Emerson? No, but remember, I went back and I listened to the episodes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um. So it turns out I can scream. We were at a swim meet, and like some races are super close, so everyone starts like cheering intensely, and you have, you can't hear anything except like the cheering. And so when everyone was cheering really loud, I just like screamed, and no one noticed. But so it turns out I can't scream. So that's good. Um, yeah. Also, we have a listener email. Naomi from New Zealand. Well, it's not really an email, but it is an email. It's not really a message, though. Naomi from New Zealand made us some pit crew art of us. Um, they are all super cute. And I will be putting the one that's like of us on, as a group on our website since she gave us permission. So thank you, Naomi. Um, I appreciate it. And they're like really accurate kind of yeah they're surprisingly but like pretty accurate she did very job good job like working from what's on her website but i feel like based on what's on her website you can get a like fairly good idea of like what our face looks like but like not the specific features of it but you know just like the overall like aspects of our skin tone and stuff um also emerson finished her rue painting so that will be going on our website yay i tried to make it all like stylized yeah it looks really good like like i tried to because you know pita's is very stylized so i yeah did that yeah um this week we are reading chapters 21 and 22 and we'll be taking a which catching fire tribute are you quiz um also this is actually meant for hannah but she's not here yet but when she gets here she's been gone for the past two weeks so we're going to ask her about her opinion on some of the big things that happened, mainly just Sina's probable death. So, because I want to hear her thoughts on that. Um, she's the one who was most morally invested in him. And I just clicked on a random button. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're back to normal. So, yeah. Emerson, do you have anything else to say that is not, that's just like updates? No. No trying to think of else if there was anything else oftentimes what happens is like i just will think of things that i need to say but have no actual relevance so then i just put them on here anything else? i don't think so yeah except we are in spooky season now does do you think how many countries do you think celebrate halloween i know france let's look at french class we learned that um and yeah in french class we learned that they do celebrate halloween but it's like not as big like in america it's really big and it's everyone like okay um out of the united like crazy but interesting it doesn't happen that much in other places it says um people celebrate the holiday and you need Ireland, Mexico, Italy, and Portugal are a few countries with Halloween time celebrations. 
let's look up because Naomi from New Zealand does New Zealand celebrate Halloween. Well, that is Halloween is not sorry, it just gave me the date of Halloween. I was like, okay, thanks. Um, Halloween is not as popular in New Zealand as in other Western countries. Gaining popularity. Well, for those of you who don't celebrate Halloween, it's Emerson's favorite holiday. It's one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. It's one of my favorite holidays. We will be celebrating it. Emerson, what are you dressing up as? Um, actually two different things. For um for um I okay, so one of our friends hosts one of my friends, I don't know if you okay, but anyways, one of my friends hosts like a Halloween party every year. Um so I always we always go like as a family to the Halloween party. And so I'm dressing up as Sherlock Holmes at the party and then yeah. during trick or treating, which I actually can go to trick or treating. Yay. That was like the that was okay, keep going. Like the big keep relief, going. But yeah. Um sorry. Um but yeah. So um I'm going as a warbler from Glee. Nice. With my sister. Yeah. I will be going as Sherlock Holmes also um, for regular, for trick-or-treating. So not, I, I'm not going to a Halloween party. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, you know this person. You know this friend. Because she just D&D with us. Uh, okay. Anyways, that's way off track. Um, yeah, whatever. Sorry. We just got a lot of texts from Hannah. She will not be able to make it. Because um, she's evil. No, um, her mom is her making mom her... Is her, evil. her mom is evil. She's ma- her mom is making her go to church. So, sorry. We hyped that up. Hannah's not coming. Ugh. Third week. <sighs> whatever. Well, Sophia's been... Yeah, but I'm. I expected it from Sophia. <laughs> like, whatever. It's not Hannah's fault, so we can't blame her. Um, but that just means we'll have to wait until next week to hear her thoughts on, um, on what? Oh my God, on Cinna and all that. And she can just take. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, we're taking the quiz, so she can just take the quiz on her own time, and we'll hear what she gets. So, yeah, I'm being Sherlock Holmes. Emerson is also being Sherlock Holmes, but. You copied me. Okay, but you said you weren't being Sherlock Holmes. Not for trick-or-treating, but then I wasn't sure I was going to go to trick-or-treating, but then... Yeah, well, okay, it's not my fault, because you said, maybe I'll be Sherlock Holmes, and I was like, ooh, that's a cool idea, and then you were like, actually, I'm being a warbler, so then I was like, okay, I'll be Sherlock Holmes. So you can't blame me for this, Emerson. Okay. It's not a stolen idea. Anyone else could be Sherlock Holmes as well. You thought of it. I thought of it too, just from inspiration from you, but also from the World Wide Web. So. Also, I started making you watch Sherlock, and yeah, I'm okay, so proud like of how much you like it. Yeah, geez. So don't blame me, and I don't think I'm going to that party, so it won't matter. As long as you don't, as long as you're not Sherlock Holmes for Halloween, like trick or treating, we'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Okay, um, so chapter twenty-one summary. They run from the fog. Finnick carries Mags and Katniss helps Peta along. They realize the fog targets nerves and causes spasms and eventual numbness and other bad stuff. So Peta can't run anymore, so Finnick carries him and Katniss takes Mags. But after a while, she can't carry Mags either. Mags, kitn- Mags kisses Finnick and runs into the fog, sacrificing herself. They eventually make it to safety on the beach, and the water heals them. Peta goes and gets water from a tree, and they realize that they are being watched by a pack of monkeys. Peta walks back towards them, not seeing the monkeys, but accidentally makes eye contact, and they attack. They fight the monkey mutts for a long time before Katniss runs out of arrows. Peta is going to give her some... Peter's going to give her some more when a monkey jumps at him. Katniss runs to throw herself in front of it, but it doesn't. But she doesn't make it in time. But the other morphling from District Six appears out of nowhere and jumps in front of harm's way to protect Peter. Yay! Okay, first of all, um, big character development. Um, in the last games, Katniss left Peter when they were being chased, but this time she stays and helps him. So, that's cool. 
I love character development. I love character arcs as well. So, yay. Emerson, do you have anything to say about that? Um, not really. Okay. Okay. Um, so these clothes that they're, like, the suits that they got, like, when they went into the games suck. Really, they're so bad. Like, Katniss describes them as if you're wearing tissue paper. Like, imagine if you're running through the jungle just wearing, like, tissue paper. That's so stupid. And it, it like, more boosts my theory that the Capitol wants to get these games over with as quickly as possible. Because they already, like, they made the arena small. They're not giving them any healing stuff. They're just weapons. And now their clothing is terrible. So it's like they're trying to make these arenas, like, this game's like end fast so like also wearing tissue paper that just be you'd get like it would break on anything like if it got it would crinkle and i mean not like actually but yeah i do feel i feel like tissue paper as an accent for clothing would be nice but not just on its own well, I've seen, like, some cool stuff, some cool, like, dresses that are made out of, like, newspaper. So, Ooh, interesting. Yeah, but newspaper is, like, thicker. Yeah. And I feel like maybe if you had a base, like, if you had your dress and then you put newspaper over it, like, that would be really cute. Or, like, you oh, did yeah, the same also a dress made of toilet paper. Oh, interesting. One of, like, one of my favorite YouTube channels is... The like, the host made a dress out of toilet paper during like during the pandemic, like when everyone was going crazy about toilet paper. She was like, <laughs> "Interesting." Okay. Um. Yeah, but that just sucks. Okay, so we cannot blame Peta for being slow. First of all, his artificial leg makes it hard to run, and second, he's still recovering from the force field incident. So I've heard like so many people be like oh, Peter's so weak, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but he also, like, is suffering from many injuries right now. So it's like, if he was at full, if he had his normal leg and he didn't get, like, knocked out and almost dead, like, then maybe he would be faster, so. Yeah. Emerson, are you going to be one of those people and say Peter's weak? No. Okay, this fog seems very, very creepy because, like, your body twitching and then, like, not having control over it sounds so terrifying because it's not just, like, pain. It's, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just, like, it's creepy because it seems more, like, chemically, I don't know. It, like, compared to just fighting off animals. Like this seems even like this seems even scarier than fire, because at least fire you're like oh fire's hot don't touch it, and like you can like you run away from the fire, but like this is scarier because it's like targets your nerves and whatever, so this would definitely not be fun. Also, do you think there's a real life equivalent of this? Um, napalm, <laughs> probably. But I thought, wait. Agent Orange. Well, Agent Orange is pesticides. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> like we learned about this last year, Violet. There's like, yeah, it's really bad for you to breathe Agent. it in and stuff. Okay, I'm looking up chemicals. Just chemicals in general. I'm just looking up Agent Orange chemicals. Well, okay. Okay, it just has a lot of acid in it. Um, what is agent darkening of the skin, liver problems, and a severe acne-like skin disease called chlorocne? Chlorocne. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Um, it also can cause immune system dysfunction, nerve disorders, muscular dysfunction, hormone disruption, and heart disease. Is Agent Orange the same as Roundup? No. Okay. Uh, 
Sorry. So I feel like it's kind of similar, but I don't think it's quite the same because I think that Agent Orange, I don't think that, because it says it's linked to nerve disorders, but not like directly causes nerve damage. So, yeah. Um, Let me get back to my notes. My voice sounds like really deep, right? Like, you know, I'm talking like right at the level where it's like deep. Did you hear that? Um, no. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I could not carry PETA or Mags because I'm assuming, how much do you think PETA weighs? I don't know. I, I'm not good at estimating weight and stuff. Neither am I. I would guess he's pretty buff. I would guess at least like 150, 130. I feel like he weighs more than me. Right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm guessing Peter's weight is 150. And, like, okay, Katniss says Mags probably weighs about 70 pounds. But still, like, that's 70 pounds. And, like, running through the jungle with 70 pounds on your back, that would be very challenging. So, wait, I would probably... Wait, so, wait. Peta. It's 70 pounds or Mags is 70 pounds? Mags is 70 pounds. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> no, Mags is 70 pounds. I'm guessing PETA's around 50 pounds. How much does PETA weigh? Let's look it up. How much does P? Oh, no, I spelled it wrong. P. The. Okay. I can't type right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait for one second. We're putting this down. Okay. How much does. Peta way. Okay. Um, what? That's not helpful. That is not helpful. Oh, oh, it says, okay, never mind, it does. It says, Peta weighed 145 pounds in the 74th games. So I would assume he would be around the same weight, maybe a little heavier just because he would have actual food to eat in the time between the 74th and 75th. So. Yep, but I was close. I was really close. But I definitely could not carry Pita, so. Yeah, Finnick is, like, really strong, so. Yeah, he is. I feel like Finnick probably weighs around the same amount as Pita, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I picture him more as, like, a lean buff guy rather than just, like, a buff buff guy. He's, like, lean and strong. Yeah. Okay. So, Meg's sacrifices herself and this just makes me so sad because she's such like a sweet old lady and also poor Fennec like it's Katniss gives such a good description of his eyes and how they're like all watery and I feel like this is just another rue like death where she's just like so innocent and kind and it's not like it's just sad because yeah. they didn't do anything to deserve it and um this death also gets a four on the pain scale as well. Because, like, I feel like it would hurt really bad for a couple seconds and then you'd die, so. Yeah, but it's just really sad. Do you have anything else to say about Meg's passing? Well, like, it. I mean, it must have, yeah, I agree with your level four because, it, I mean... It, like, you know, when Katniss first touched it or whatever, it she, like, started blistering. Yeah. So. So, like, if you, like, went all the way in, I feel like your whole body would just be, like, overwhelmed. And it would hurt for, like, a couple seconds and then you'd die. So. Yeah, it's just very sad. Okay, so this next part where she says, Katniss says that she has no idea what she's doing. She just keeps, like, moving away from the fog. She's just, like, moving and that's all she's doing. And this is literally how I feel when I'm swimming, like, a 500. Like, especially when I don't make the times that I'm supposed to make. So I just have to flip. Like, I don't get to stop. And I just have to keep going. And I honestly just feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. And I'm just, like, I'm swimming. And then suddenly it's, like, over. And you're, like, oh, I did it. You know? Like, that's how I feel. And I can imagine it would be the same with running, right, Emerson? Like, if you're just running and you sort of just stop. Not really? Not really? No. Oh. Well, what do you think of when you're running? I don't know. 
I when I'm running, I'm usually thinking of how horrible it is. Yeah, well, they're but how like tired I am, and then well, because I had my first meet yesterday, and yesterday I was thinking about like like just trying to not die and like keep like trying to pass the people in front of me which i did good i yeah so but like yeah when i'm swimming it's just like just keep swimming and then it's just like eventually it'll be over and at a certain point i'm like well you're just doing all the same motions i flip turn and i'm just like on autopilot and i have no idea what i'm doing so Um, so it's so weird that the fog, like, it gets to a certain point and then it just doesn't go any farther and it just stops. And it sort of reminds me of the fire from the 74th Hunger Games. Because it's, like, obviously, it's obviously, like, game maker created. But, like, she just eventually, like, sort of gets out of the zone and then she's good. So, yeah. But she is lucky that, like... She didn't have to deal with, like, fog balls, like, because, you know, there were fireballs. Like, at least she didn't have to deal with that, so. Yep. Um, so Katniss, like, sees these monkeys, and I feel like this directly relates to what we talked about last week, um, because you and I had a whole discussion about how she might not know, like, what stuff is, like, the junk, like, how she was like, oh, this must be what a jungle is and stuff. And this is a perfect example of this because, like, she she's like, oh, it's monkeys, but, like, she's never seen a monkey before, you know? Yeah. And based on this description of the fact that they are orange and have, and half, they're half the size of a full-grown human, um, I used Google to figure out what type of monkeys could be, so I just came up with two. So it could be, they could be golden snub, no, they could be a golden snub m- nose monkey, which gets to about two and a half feet. Um, and they're pretty cute. You wanna look? You can look it up. Golden snub nose monkey. I'm okay. Golden snub nose monkey. Golden. They're like adorable. Let's see. Oh, it's like, it's kind of like. Okay, well, it's not quite the same, but like. Have you ever read The Golden Compass? I have not. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've asked you that before. It kind yeah. of looks a little bit... Miam's not up here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it kind of looks a little bit like um, Miss Coulter's demon. Interesting. I have no idea what... Mrs. Coulter. If anyone who's listening know what that means, knows what that means, you should email in. But, okay, or it could be an orangutan. Orangutan. Well, but orangutans are bigger than you. Well, no, so this is the thing. There's a bunch of different varieties of orangutans, and some of them get to, like, six feet, and then others of them get to about, like, three. So it would just depend on the variety, but, yeah. Um, Do you say orangutan or orangutan? Orangutan. I don't know what I say. I vary between the two. But, yeah. Um, so, there's some variations of orangutans. So, it could be really either of them. Well, either, like, there could be a bunch of different ones. So, yeah. But I hope it's not orangutans because, like, I really like orangutans. Honestly, I feel like overall monkey... The only monkey that creeps me out are baboons. Look at baboon. When I was, um... When I was a small chat and we went to the zoo there was like a baboon that kept like screaming at me and so i got really scared of baboons yeah i'm pretty sure that when i was little or i'm pretty sure that in the hunger games or in in the catch in this movie the monkey that they do use are baboons like if you look up catching fire monkeys and they're baboons. And it's really scary. So, 
Yeah, they're baboons. Definitely. It's very creepy. Okay. Hmm. So. That whole scene with the... Um... So, all of their jumpsuits... Wait, no. First, I feel like it would be super satisfying to, like, go underwater and then, like, have all... Sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. I feel like it would be very satisfying to go underwater and have all of the water, like... Or, not fog, like, go out of you slowly. I feel like that would feel really good. Yeah. So, that'd be fun. Okay, could you kind of repeat the last thing that you were saying? I was only partially listening. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, what was I saying? Oh, I was just saying that it would be satisfying to have the fog go out of you. And then I was saying, and then I think that's all I said. And then I was saying, um, so, like, all of their jumpsuits are, like, they're, like, the clothing that the capital gave them are, like, all ripped to shreds and everything. So... Does that mean that, like, now they have to walk around in their underwear? Probably. Like, I don't know. Because, you know, like they said, like, like, their clothes are so, like, ripped up, there was no point in putting them back on. But, like, what else do they have? That just seems weird. Because I don't think they do that. They, they don't walk around in their underwear in the movies. Just in case you're wondering. But. Yeah, it's just very. Very odd. So. Um, Finnick should be an Olympian. The way that she describes, like, he's, like, swimming around like a fish and all that. Um, like, he should be an Olympian. Like, I feel like he would be. He would definitely be an Olympian if this took place now. Also, I think it would be so fun to grow up in District 4 because, first of all, it's a career district, which means it's got to have better, like, a lifestyle than District 12. And, like, you would get to learn how to swim and, like, do all that, and that just seems really fun, so. I would want to do that. Which district would you want to grow up in, Emerson? Like, if you got to, like, learn all of the stuff that they taught and everything. Oh, probably District 11. Ah, Like, nice. it has to do with plants. Yeah. Because they're the agriculture. So. Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that That's kind of what I was expecting. Um, so, uh-oh, the monkeys are actually evil. This seems scary just because like they're probably very strong like monkeys are made up of a lot of muscle like i'm thinking of gorillas and like at the zoo how I, they have that thing where it's like you pull and it's like how strong are you you know your grip. the grip yeah the, like your grip or whatever and it's like monkeys are strong like i can't even because either they're strong or they're agile so either way they're going to be like very challenging to fight um, so I feel like this is a very scary matchup, especially because they're very humanoid. So it's like compared to other stuff. Yeah. Also, here we get a prime example of why sometimes bow and arrow is not the best weapon. Because what do you do when you run out of arrows? Um, Hawkeye must have this problem all the time. Because yeah, but he's resourceful. So is, I mean, so is Katniss. Has yeah. this problem has this problem in well um, the arrow. Oh. <laughs> There's actually and a really the crossover because I'm watching the Flash right now, and so there was oh. a crossover episode in the Flash with Supergirl and the Legends of Tomorrow and the Arrow, where he ran out of arrows and then he had to use his bow as like a sword. So it was. I feel like that has happened to Hawkeye where he's had to fight. Oh, he like fought Black Widow like with his bow and arrow, like with his bow because they were like in hand to hand combat. So, yeah. Oh, I was going to think something else. Well, I don't we're remember. We're still friends, right? Depends on how hard you hit. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, what is that from? Which movie is that from? Civil War. Ah, yes. Thank you. Okay. Um. So, oh, the other thing. There's a really funny SNL skit, Saturday Night Live, um, where it's like Hawkeye disappoints the Avengers, and it's like he runs out of arrows, and it's the funniest thing. I'll send it to you. But it's okay. It's really it's like one of my favorite SNL skits. All right. So the Morphling just sacrificed herself. I'm. It's like I'm not really sure what to make of this. Like right now, obviously later, but because it's just like out of nowhere, and you're like, wow, what happened? So yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about Chapter Twenty One, Emerson? Um. No, I think we covered it. Okay. Sorry, I was sleepy. No, that's okay. I was just like, ah, I'm sleepy. Um, okay. So the Morphling gets bitten by the monkey, saving Peta. Peta kills the monkey and they all recede, leaving the Morphling gasping for breath. They carry to her they carry her to the beach, and Peta stays with her until she dies. Then he lets her body drift out into the lake. It's night and Finnick takes work first watch, mourning for Megs. In the morning, Katniss asks Hamish for some medicine for their skin, and they get a tube of cream. Her and Finnick goof around, and he gets some bread and shares it with all of them. They see a tidal wave in one section of the lake, and a cannon goes off, leaving only 12 tributes. Joanna, BT, and Wyrus run out onto the beach, so they go and help. They had all they had gotten caught in blood rain, and they are all dehydrated. They clean up, and Wyrus keeps saying, TikTok, TikTok. After a while, Katniss realizes what it means. The arena is a clock. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god. <laughs> you okay? Same. <laughs> so, one one thing I was, I just noticed as I was, like, reading through this, is there's, like, one thing, like, Peta gets very angry very fast. Like, so, there's that, there's a moment where, like, after the Morphling, like, stabs herself, and Peta like kills the monkey, and then he's like staring at all the monkey. What does he say? Let me, let me find it. I'm gonna find it. I was like very like wow, Peta. Like that was intense. Um, but I think I think he's justified in it because he's mad. But oh, okay, here it is. Um, Peta drops the sheath and buries his knife into the monkey's back, stabbing it again and again until it releases its jaw, kicks the mud away, bracing for more. I have his arrows now, a loaded bow and finnick at my back, breathing hard but not actively engaged. Come on then, come on, shouts Peta, panting with rage. So I like I feel like he just gets mad because I think he had a genuine connection to the morphling. Cause they like both like painting and stuff. So yeah. But I was just like, wow, that that's very out of character for him. Cause he's usually the voice of reason and not the one charging into a fight. So yeah. Well, I mean he he must have felt like pretty useless and stuff while he was, yeah, you know, unconscious or whatever. Yeah, he like. I think he probably feels bad about how many people are having to die to save him. Yeah. Because like first it was Mags and now it's this girl, and he's like he probably feels like very irritated, so he wants to like prove himself in some way by being like, "Look at I can kill these monkeys." Just, just toxic masculinity, but yeah. So, <laughs> um, so this is just another example of how powerful his words are, like with him, like talking to the morphling and like just comforting her, and like this is just so sweet. And like, I, I again, I think it shows like his bond between him and her like goes deeper than we originally thought where he was just like oh they're friends but like obviously he cared about her a lot again really like painting and i think there was like they mentioned earlier like like she painted on cat like the whole thing so also i while walking to school plan and cover me in flowers but to use my blood if there's blood and to paint a flower on my face so sounds good emerson 
Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's just very sweet. Do you have anything else to say about the Morphlings? Actually, we're not there yet. Um, so the scene where then she actually, like, dies, there's more of this, um, makes me tear up in a way that, like, Mag's death doesn't. I think it's just because, like, Mag's death happens so fast, while this one, there's, like, actually time to mourn and, like, give her a send-off. Sort of like how Rue's death, it's, like, Katniss actually has time to grieve. This is the same sort of thing versus, like, Mag's are just running and they have to keep going, so there's not a lot of time to think about it. But, yeah, this Morphling dying is just very sad now do you have anything else to say about um i guess just like um i mean her motivation like we can only really assume her motivation like guessing um probably because like she was Peter's friend yeah friend i would say friend wanted to support him but like and that's like the best motivation that I can think of so. yeah I think her motivation was sort of like the same like sort of the same thing with Mags where Mags was like she she wasn't going to win like there was no way so she was sort of like well I'm going to sacrifice myself in a way that like helps people that I care about yeah. have a better chance at winning and I feel like this is the same sort of thing where like the morphling like she's not going to win she's not strong enough She she's like so out of shape but she's like, well, I can do this thing to help people that I care about have a better chance at surviving. So I feel like overall this game, like the 75th games is just different because the tributes have like connections to each other. And I feel like overall, we're almost getting to see like a more human side of the tributes compared to the 74th games where like Katniss just sort of saw everyone as enemies and like she didn't, we didn't get to see a lot of their like kind side. Like, we only really saw that with Rue. But this time it's, like, everyone is human because they've all had, like, the shared experience of being a victor. And so I feel like overall this games is just different in the sense that, like, it seems more sad. Yeah. That was a, sorry. That was a really long... I did not... That was very long. Yeah. Oh, okay, Emerson, do you have anything else to say about that whole thing that I just said? I don't even know what I said. No. Okay. Yeah. So, poor Team Fire. They've had such a rough day. Like, first, they get chased by Fog. Mags dies. Then they get attacked by monkeys. And then the Morphling dies. And this would just be too much emotional stress for me. Um, so, yeah. It's just, like, a lot. They've been through a lot. And, like, again, this game seems to be going by faster. Like, everything seems to be happening closer together. Versus with the other games, Katniss got more days to just chill and, like, hunt and whatever. So, yep. Okay. Owing alert, Katniss feels like she owes Finnick even more because he let Mag sacrifice herself for Peta. Technically, she would owe Mags, but since Mags is dead, I feel like Katniss has shifted the owing to Finnick. So she owes Finnick even more. And Emerson, do you think if it came down to it, Katniss would kill Finnick? No. Like if they were in the last two and Peta was dead, do you think you think Katniss would let Finnick win? Yes. Interesting. I think Katniss would be like Yeah, I think she'd just be like, you know what, Finnick? Like Peter's dead, so, like, I feel like you should be the one to win. But, like, what about Prim? Yeah, but, like, I still think that. I mean, I don't really have an answer. I feel like if Peter were alive and Katniss had to kill Finnick so Peter could win, I feel like she might. Well... I don't know. That's hard. Okay. I don't know. Um, so I feel so bad for Finnick. And like him being in mourning for this period of time where he's like, I'll take watch. And then he like 
just spends a lot of time like being sad and this is like why he's one of my favorite characters because on the outside he's like this cocky young smart handsome guy the capital's darling everyone loves him and you sort of like your original thing is like oh he's gonna be a jerk you know like that's what they made it seem like right yeah he's gonna be like full of himself yeah and like very ego ego centered whatever but egotistical yeah but then on like it turns out that he's like super sweet and sincere and like you can tell that he cares a lot about people who he care about who he cares about so like i just like it because it's like he has this whole shell thing sort of put up to like be whoever one wants him to be but on the inside if you get to know him and he like lets you in he's actually this like very nice guy and so i like that a lot and i feel like katniss is very similar because she's like on the outside she has to be this like evil not evil that that's the wrong word more like scary like i shoot bow and arrows and i'm katniss rar but then on the inside she like cares a lot about prim and her mom and Peta and like you know she has all these feelings that oftentimes get overlooked so yeah i emerson in this games who is your favorite character so far That's really hard. It, I mean... Because last it, time you liked Foxface. Yeah, well, it was... Probably it would be, like, Kat, Katniss, because, like, yeah. all the other people are just kind of weird and, like... <laughs> I mean, like... Also, I mean, like, you have gotten to know some of them like a bit better but like you're still like I don't know it's weird they're weird yeah I can understand that they're just kind of weird yep I think my favorite not including PETA is Finnick but otherwise I want PETA to win so yeah okay this tube for their skin reminds me a lot of face masks um, but, like, for your whole body. And I think that would be, like, very fun. So, now I really want to do a face mask. Yeah. Okay, more deep stuff. Um, I love that Katniss and Finnick are becoming friends. Um, and, like, that they're making... Like, because before they had a connection, sort of. But, like, Katniss didn't really get to see the true side of Finnick until now. Um, and overall, like, this teasing about how Finnick being ugly, like... It makes me laugh. Because, wait, I'm just going to read it. Let me find the section. It's funny. It's like my, I think it's the funniest part. Or it's just, like, very funny. And Katniss is also, like, very quick-witted. Like, she thinks well on her feet. But. Doo-doo-doo. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I can't find it. Wait one second. One more second. Okay. Um, here we go. Poor Fennec, is this the first time in your life you haven't looked pretty? It must be the sensation's completely new. How have you managed it all these years? Just avoid mirrors. You'll forget about you'll forget about it. Not if I keep looking at you. And I just think it's funny. It's like they're like bantering. And I love banter. So Yeah. Um, okay. District four bread sounds so good. I also really want bread because I have barely eaten anything today again um i keep forgetting to eat well it's fine i haven't actually eaten that much today either today but i did drink we count like if i ate if i was awake at like 1206 last night does that count as today yes okay so then i had three oreos (laughs) and um and oh we went to my sibling my sister at a soccer game which she tied, but then we went to Wendy's, so I've had, all I've eaten today are three Oreos and a Frosty. Yeah. Emerson, what have you eaten today? I have eaten some Cheez-Its. Ooh. And I had some bites of cake and, like, Frosty. While we were making cake pops. And that's like. Oh, yum. Yum. And then I had, you know, five cups of tea. But that was it. Okay. Well. See? 
that's not that bad. Yeah. All right. Um, recipe alert, page 34, District 4's seaweed bread. As with most of the district's bread, the seaweed bread unique to District 12 is representative of that district specialty. The slightly green bread is indicative of the living those in District 4 earn from the sea. I would definitely eat this. This sounds so good. <laughs> I really, when we get our kitchen back, I'm making this. Definitely. Emerson, you can read the next recipe alert. It's right after this one. Okay. I know my computer is reloading, but. That's okay. Okay. Um, recipe alert, page 111. Uh, Finnick's old-fashioned clam bake. When Finnick manages to catch a large amount of shellfish, he feeds them to his allies in the arena, which is appropriate considering the social aspect of clam bake. It's with, it's with this meal that he witnesses the tributes starting to bond together as friends or at least allies. Yep. I don't, I've never had a clam bake before, but I feel like I would be open to trying it. So, yeah. Emerson, would you eat the bread? Oh, probably. Would you eat the clam bake? Oh, no. Our clams are meat, so you couldn't. Yeah. Darn. Well. I mean, if it was, like, some sort of meat substitute. I mean, like, I... think that I sorry that was weird yeah um, I think that I've actually so weird okay never mind that was I'm sorry okay <laughs> um yeah so this tidal wave sounds really scary overall tsunamis scare me because like there's not much you can do to stop it or like prevent yourself from getting injured um, I do wish we knew who died from it, though, so I could cross them off my list. So, that's irritating. But it's just, like, another scary aspect of this arena. Yeah. Okay. Funny thing. So, they're, like, hiding in the bushes, and then the people come out, and they're all red, so you can't see who they are. And I love that Finnick can tell it's Joanna just by the fact that she's angry and pushes someone. <laughs> like... Like, well, just... I mean, he must know her therapy Yeah, and he must know her, like, silhouette. But still, it's just sort of like, wow. The identifying personality. She gets mad and then pushes someone. So, yeah. Um, so, ew, ew, ew. Raining blood is disgusting. It's It's not deadly, but it's disgusting. Like, warm blood... And it's, like, raining. Also, like, yeah. how... Did they... Like, how... Where... Where do they get all that? Is it... Like, how, where did they get the blood to make blood rain? That's so creepy. It is so creepy. Like, it's very concerning. I didn't even think about that. But now that I am, I'm like, huh. Especially because as we learn later on... I'm just gonna spoil it. We learn that the arena's a clock. Which means this happens every 12 hours. So it's not enough bl blood to make it rain once. It's enough blood to make it rain every 12 hours. That's a lot of blood. Yeah, it's, it's so gross. Where, where, did they, where? Did they just like take blood donations from capital citizens? I doubt it. Because like, like, you know, we have blood drives and stuff to help, you know. But that that's to like help people who need blood donations, not. I, I hate to say it, Where but they probably it's, it's it's gross. I hate to say it, but they probably have like a animal livestock thing, and they just like slaughter them for their blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm sorry I asked. Yeah, but still, it's really nasty. <laughs> okay, so someone else, what's his name? Um, one second, let me look. Blight, blight. So blight also um ran into the force field. And, except he dies. And I think this just showcases how much of an asset Finnick is. That, like, someone else, the same thing happened to them that happened to PETA. And PETA made it, and they didn't. So, like, 
wow also like that also shows how small the arena is that like two different like people have also like have made it to the end but yeah okay i could never strip someone naked to help them clean off hannah's not here but if she was i would give the job to her so emerson i wouldn't give it to you i don't know i would just say hannah i can't do this and then run away Also, I feel like Katniss's healing skills have gone up a lot since the last games. And more character development, because in the 74th games, she couldn't strip down Peta to help him, like, when they were in the river or whatever. But she strips BD down. So, um, yeah, more character development. And I think she's, like, being more resourceful and, like, using what her surroundings give her and stuff to, like, be better at healing like how she uses the moss and stuff so yeah okay Wyra seems like very cuckoo like she already was kind of you know but she was like normal like she was just slightly odd but here now she's like seems like the stress has just gotten her um because like if she will only say tiktok that's a little concerning to have as your ally because that means that like they, they can't communicate with you they're just, like, doing nothing, and she's probably not that good at fighting either, so. Yeah. TikTok. Also, it's just funny that, like, it's TikTok, and then, like, now TikTok is such a big thing. Sadly. So, sadly, yeah. Like, TikTok, TikTok. I don't know. I mean, it's not, okay, TikTok's not that bad. I get, like, but, like, it's just, it's it's become too much. Yeah, I think it has become too big of a part of a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Like, now we get emails from the school district saying, like, I don't know, like, last, like, last year, I no, earlier this year, some something like that. There was, like, the email about, like, the TikTok challenges about destroying school property or something like that. That's still happening, Emerson. Yeah, but... The devious licks. (laughs) But, yeah, it was... But we got, like, an email a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah, and we got that whole one about the milk crate challenges, too, didn't we? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's too much. Personally, I find it funny because I don't have TikTok. Me neither, but... It's just, like, (laughs) why? But, yeah. Wow, so Mags was Finnick's mentor, not ally. I wrote ally, but... So Mag was Finnick's mentor... And that would basically be, like, if PETA got chosen and then Hamish volunteered and then died, which would be super sad. So, I feel like we can sort of get an inkling of what how sad Finnick must feel. But, like, that sucks. If, like, this person helped you, like, survive. Because, like, Mags is part of the reason Finnick won his games. She, like, had to organize all of his gifts and everything. And then, yeah. like, I mean, now she's dead. obviously became this, like, super popular like yeah and like she helped like spin the stories and do all that and like figure out how to present him so it's sad and like they're obviously very close so so why would have why would Hamish have told Joanna that Katniss like wanted BT and Wyrus in order to like be allies with her like why like it worked and everything but like why not just be like Joanna, like, why would you not just tell Katniss this? Katniss has no idea what's going on. So. I just feel like that's a little random. Like, why, Hamish? So. Yeah. I'm happy to announce that BD, Wyrus, and Joanna have all joined Team Fire. Huzzah. It's good, because Team Fire is was down a person, but now they have six people, and they used to have four, so. Yay. Six people's good for an alliance. But they're like that means that they have half of the players in the arena now. There's only twelve people left. Well yeah, that's, that is good. Like those are good odds. The probably the other people are like careers and stuff, so like it'll be good to have. Yeah, like they have a good I think feel like they have a pretty strong team. Katniss can fight, Finnick can fight, Joanna can fight. Yeah, Peter I can... think they're gonna like lose more people before they. Like, yeah, I don't too... think 
Definitely. I don't think team like I don't think Team Fire like is all gonna stay intact till the end of the games. But yeah. Or at least until like a fight like the final the six. Final... Like I don't think they're gonna be the final six. Yeah, no. Okay, so interesting. The arena is a clock. I feel like this is a very cool concept. Does this change anyone's theories or give you any new ones? Um No, because like when, like w- the tick, the TikTok thing kind of like it freaked me out at first a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, is the entire arena gonna like blow up or something? But oh, that would act- oh my god, like, that would be really cool. Well, but then the district or then the capital wouldn't have any victors, so yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, wait, that can't happen. And then they explained it, so it was fine. Yeah, but so do you have any ideas about, like, how Katniss and Peeta and Team Fire will use this knowledge to their advantage? Well, I think they're probably going to stick towards the water because the it's kind of like, you know, because remember the water, like, healed them after the fog and, like, it's how yeah. they cleaned off the blood ring and stuff. Maybe the water's magical. Yeah. I think it is. Or, like, scientific. Yeah. Fancy water. It's Fiji water. Definitely. <laughs> okay, um, so that's the end of chapter 22, right? Yep, chapter 22. So, yay, Emerson, do you have anything to say about these two chapters? Um, no, but we should probably hurry up. Yes. Because today's movie night. Oh, movie night. I love movie night. Okay, so we have a quiz. The link is going to be on our website. It's on our website when I put it there when this is published. Um, so the quiz we're taking is what Hunger Games tribute are you? I will tell Emerson, or I will tell Sophia and Hannah to take this later so we know what they get. So Emerson, are you on the quiz? It's loading. Okay. Um, is your thing loaded now? Yes. Okay, sweet. Let's start. Okay, first question. Are you a boy or girl? I am a girl. Come on, let's test her. You good, Emerson? It's loading. I guess. Still? No, because it it loaded the page, and then when I clicked... Start quiz. Let's start. It, like, loaded again. Okay, so... Oh, my God. I am a girl. Cool. All right. Tell me, is it good now? Yes. Okay, it's, what is, where is your dream place? So there's, like, a snowy, like, mountain, there's a beach, there's a forest, there's a cabin, and then there's a unicorn. I picked the unicorn. This is somewhere more magical. Yeah, I picked the unicorn. choose the forest. Nice. Okay. I definitely want to live some, like, get, like, grow up. I want to either, I want to, like, live somewhere away from people. Yeah. No, I could never. Okay, what is your favorite outdoor activity? Archery, fishing, mining, cutting down trees, none of these, or nature walks. I'm picking none of these. Nature walks. Okay. Like, why would you mining or cutting down trees? Well, suppose if you want to be like... But, like, why would mining a hobby? Be, yeah, I don't know. Okay, what is your favorite food? Lamb stew, bread... Fish, Effie Trinket, pizza, or sausage? (laughs) It's like a cupcake with her face on it. It's so weird. I'm so concerned. I'm picking pizza. No. You good, Emerson? The page kept being like, it will not load. You're doing great. Actually, I'm switching to bread because it says Mellark Bakery, so I have to pick the bread. Okay. It says page unresponsive. Oh. Well, Emerson, if you want, you can take it later. Okay, pizza. Okay. Okay, do you like to hunt? No. You good, Emerson? It's my... Okay. Now it's asking me my favorite. No, 
Wait, what? Oh my gosh. Okay. You're doing great, Emerson. You like to hunt. You like to hunt? No, I said, do you like to oh, hunt? Oh, okay. Really? I said no. I was like, no, what? I said no. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay. Can you swim? Yes. Sort of. Is that even... It says, I don't swim, or something. Can you swim? Yes, no, I do not swim. What are you picking? I said yes, because, you know, even though I usually don't actually like swimming that much, I kind of can swim. Okay, interesting. How do you feel about animals? I love them, hate them, well, they taste good. I'm picking well, they taste good. Okay. Um, I'm picking yes, I like them. Okay. What is your favorite color? Green, orange, blue, red, yellow, purple. Mine's purple. Emerson, what's your favorite color? It's loading. I can't see the option. Well, it's green, orange, blue, red, yellow, or purple. It's asking me now if I... Wait, oh my gosh, what the heck? It, like, skipped ahead three, two two or three questions. Okay. Right now it's asking me if I like music. Ah, okay, I know that's one of the questions. Wait, and now it's... Do you like music? I'm going to take it later. Violet, okay. because it... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I'm just not... Alright, well, I'll see. I'll let me finish taking mine. So it's, do you like music? I'm saying love it. And do you like art? Kind of. Okay, let's see what I get. Calculating results. I got mags. <laughs> you are a lady with great power. You're from District 4 and great at fishing. You won the 17th Hunger Games. That's cool. I like mags. I can live with that answer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last thing. So we have this week we have a picture instead of a quote. Um, Emerson, do you see the link to make like the bigger version of the picture? I can see it fine. Okay. So in this picture, we've got Brutus, played by Bruno Gunn, and Obario, played by Meta Golding, Finnick, played by Sam Claflin, Aunt Joanna, played by Jenna Malone, and Beatty, played by Jeffrey Wright. So we can just go from the left to the right. First of all is Brutus. He's bald. Um, I don't really, like, have a big picture in mind for Brutus, except that he's, like, a big dude. So I feel like this is pretty he's accurate. He's the tallest medicine. out of all of them, except maybe Beatty. And Finnick. They're... Yeah, they all kind of look like... <laughs> They're all kind of the same height, but... Whatever. But he definitely, like, looks like he has big shoulders, and, like, he looks, like, very big, so... Brooding. Yeah, very brutal. Okay, so then Enobaria is the next one. So... so cool. Yeah, she looks cool. She looks even cooler in the actual movie because she has the teeth. She has the spiky teeth. Oh, wow. Which make her look even scarier. Um, so... In this, she doesn't have that, so she'll look even cooler in the movie, but she seems, like, very... Based on this photo, I feel like she has the potential to look very evil. You know? Yes. Okay, so then we have Finnick. Um, what are your thoughts on Finnick? Um, I can't... I mean, like, he... I'm sure he'll look better in the movie right now he kind of has a dopey smile so. okay but um, yeah he looks kind of like that in the movie um actually interesting thing i had this whole funny thing where i was watching enola holmes and mycroft holmes is played by sam claflin but it was so funny because the whole time I had no idea of it. And then suddenly Mycroft like smiled and like I was like, oh my god, it's Finnick. So yeah, that was funny. But okay, so then we have um Joanna. What do you think of Joanna? She definitely looks like she could play Joanna. Yeah, I think like she could def- she looks like she could kick kick some butt. And her hair is super cool too. So she also looks a lot like Kristen Stewart. Um, 
And then finally, we have BD. Um, partially covered up by the like copyright by the watermark. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but his glasses look very beady-ish. So, except in the movie, he has circular glasses and these are rectangular. But and he looks like very smart. And then there's those people in the background. Yeah, and then there's those there's random people, girls in the background. I don't know what they're doing. And that one girl's earring is like really obvious. Um, <laughs> But like her earrings. It's cool. It's just like very like prominent. Um, they're like all gold and like shiny. They're probably like staring at the hunk like this cast. I I would be. I'd be like, oh my god, look, it's the cast of the Hunger Games. Oh my god, you know. Okay. So that finishes off today's episode of Capital Chatter. And remember, pan them today, pan them tomorrow, pan them forever. To learn more about Capital Chatter, visit our website. If you have thoughts about what we discussed this week, email us at capital.chatter.pod at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you're enjoying our podcast, leave us a rating. Thanks!